Hey everybody, welcome to the Ralph Graves Jr. Show. I'm your host, Ralph Graves Jr., and I'm so glad you're here. No matter where you are right now or what circumstances you face, lasting success is within your reach. On this podcast, we'll have real conversations with people who have had to overcome unthinkable obstacles to achieve success. Are you ready to live with unstoppable momentum and focus? Well, today's your day. Let's dive in. Everybody, welcome to another episode of the Unstoppable Podcast with uh, Ralph Graves Jr. I'm so glad you guys are here today. I say every before every episode, you guys could be listening, watching, anybody else but me. But you decided to tune in and, and check out what we're talking about. So for that, I say thank you. I say thank you. Guys, every every once in a while, you guys know I pastor a church, been pastoring 15 years now. Sometimes I like to bring on my other brother pastors, and today I have another brother pastor of mine. Um, he's phenomenal. Um, we just met, I don't know, 15 minutes ago. It feels like we've been knowing each other, what, 10 years? <laughs> Grew up at, at the same time, uh, football fans, the whole nine. He is one of the pastors of the Elevation Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm bringing on Pastor Larry Bry. Pastor LB, how are you, sir? I'm enjoying my day. Just got better when I get to talk to you. I mean, how often do you get to talk to, you know, somebody who's been a police officer, somebody who's served their country like that, and is a killer pastor, and has such a good, a good-looking bald head. Like that's right. That's right. We gotta stick together. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to convince my wife to let me shave it, but she says I got an ugly head. Oh man, and no, so, it's all right. It's all right. You think yeah, I can pull it off? You can pull it off. You're good to go. You get to go. It's not so much the head as the face. The face has to go with it. And you got the See? face for it. You good. See? So, Janet, when you're watching this video, Pastor Ralph said I should shave my head. Yeah, man. Don't don't uh, don't fight the inevitable. Just let it go. Just let it go. Just let it go. There you go. <laughs> man, I so good to have that. you on the show, man. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for taking your time and and um and being here. For those of you who don't know, um, matter of fact, tell us a little bit about um Elevation Church and how you guys started and, and you've been, what, 15 years now, right? We're, we're just coming up on our 15th anniversary. Something we also shared in common is like your church launched like a week before ours 15 years ago. That's right. And yeah. so good thing started 15 years ago. It, it yeah. began with eight families selling their homes, quitting their jobs uh, and moving to Charlotte. None of us were from Charlotte, North Carolina is where we're based out of right now. Wow. And like, you know what it is. It's like you, you, you just move on an unction. God, yeah. God, God kind of tugs on your heart. Yeah. And you got to be obedient. And so we moved to this city and man, didn't know anybody, but God's been faithful and his church has been built and it's beautiful. It's like 15 years later, we're still doing ministry. We still love our wives. We still love our kids. And, and God's building a strong ministry in Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. So you transplanted from Minnesota. Is well, that right? my background is my background is in PT sports medicine. Okay. Um, I went to college. I went to college originally on a wrestling scholarship. Okay. Uh, okay. Blew out my elbow. Um, and I kind of went down the road. My dad handed to me, my dad's dad, my grandfather, he was an alcoholic. Okay. He gave that to my dad. Okay. And so when I blew out my elbow in college, I just kind of bottomed out. Yeah. And uh, man, it was in that whole crazy journey that I started reaching out to Jesus and, and kind of found him, but wow. it was a crazy journey, but Went off to graduate school in Ohio, got my master's degree, um, moved to North Carolina. I was a college professor, okay. did it for five years, taught, taught sports medicine. Okay. And so, yeah, but, but I did it for five years. Cool story. Um, I was youngest faculty they ever hired. 
Um, always did great of end of year evaluations. And I love telling people I'm a college professor. Right, right, right. You know, kind of like makes you feel good, but it's the wrong kind of good like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> first two years I did it. Year three, I got married. Okay. Um, I had given my life to Christ a couple years before that. Okay. Year three, I got married and my oldest brother gets diagnosed with cancer. Oh, man. Okay. okay. Yeah. He, he's back in Minnesota. I'm in North Carolina okay. and I'm sharing my faith with him. Okay. But what I realized is what I'm selling, I'm not smoking. Right. I had trusted, I had trusted Jesus as my savior, but not as my Lord. Yeah. I was, I was, I was stoppable because I wasn't following him. You talk right. about unstoppable, your podcast. That's right. Yeah. And so I get a chance to lead him in a prayer to give his life to Jesus. We prayed for physical healing because he was having surgery that next day. Sure. They go in, they can't find cancer anywhere in his body. God healed him. Wow. Wow. Craziest thing I've ever seen, Pastor. Wow. wow. I'm like, and it started to make me think, maybe I'm created for more, for more than what I've become. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe God's a whole lot bigger than my five-year plan or my 10-year plan or my me getting my doctorate. Yeah. I taught two more years. I finally wrestled with God and said, listen, this is about my identity. I need to put my identity on the altar. So I turned in my resignation and I had to go from Larry, the college professor to Larry, I'm unemployed. <laughs> wow. You talking about crazy. a leap of faith. You talk about a, a leap oh. of faith. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. The same day I turned to my resignation, my brother calls back. His name was Lonnie. Okay. Um, they called him Chachi. You might, you, from a movie I, character I, from I back remember. in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looked just like him. Really? And he said, he called, he said, hey, he said, hey, it's a bad day. He said, it's a bad day, Larry. He said, the cancer's back. Okay. And so I'm like, oh God, why would you heal him only to let the cancer come back? Yeah. And it was crazy. But I knew I would have never put my career on hold for anything. Now that I'm unemployed, I knew my assignment, fly back to Minnesota right, and help pass away. Wow. Wow. So I fly back, fly back to Minnesota. We're a small group, Pastor Ralph, like I'm five foot eight on a good day standing on something. Okay. But, but if we were, if we were, if my family were a basketball team, I would have been the center just so you get a visual. We're, we're, <laughs> we're a small bunch. Right. Right. Okay. But you, you hug him, you feel the tumors on his back, his hair's falling out. Wow. And I just said, let me clean you up a little bit. Put him in a chair. Yeah. And I start cutting his hair with a clipper. And I felt God speaking to my spirit, Pastor Ralph. Yeah. He said, this is my church. Serve my church. Love my church. Helped him pass away a couple of days later. Came back to North Carolina. Just started serving in the local church. About six months later, we hired a new guy to be the worship leader at our church. Pastor okay. Stephen Furtick. That's how I got connected with my pastor. Okay. Pastor Stephen Furtick of Elevation Church. Okay. A lot condensed in there, but that's just a quick story about me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, that, that's an awesome story, man. The, the key is, and, and I, I think you said it early on, this is what I really try to get across. You know, a lot of people want Jesus to be their savior, but we fall short when it comes to Lord. Now, Lord, listen, I, I want you to save me so I can make it to heaven, but I, I let me handle this earthly thing right here. Let yeah. me, I don't want you to be Lord. I don't want you to speak into my life. Yep. I, I don't want you to direct me. I, I, I got it from now. I want you, listen, I want you to show up when I need you. You know, I tell people yes. all the time, I think Disney has, has fooled us all. Disney has made the world believe that, uh, that, that, that Jesus is like Aladdin. You rub the Bible three times. He comes out, gives you some wishes and you'll be good to go. And, um, yeah. you know, what was it like when you made that full commitment? Was it something you sat down and talked to your wife about that? You just said, you know what? I'm all in. 
I, I just because a lot of people are, you know, we have a lot of a lot of well-intended people who come to church totally. who are not committed to Christ. Church attendance and commitment to Christ are two different things. Totally. And well, yeah. my wife was always so supportive. She's my biggest cheerleader. Her name is Janet. She's amazing. Yeah. We just celebrated 20 years of marriage a couple months ago. Praise God. And so, but yeah, it's it's awesome that one, she would put up with me because I'm like, I'm like high maintenance. I'm a yeah. lot. I'm a lot. But this whole idea of identity, like I, I, I gave my life to Christ in graduate college, bottomed out. I came home drunk. I was in a Bible study in the morning and at the bar at night. Yeah. And I didn't belong in either world. Right. It was in that brokenness that Jesus, I met him as my savior. Yeah. But I said, I, I'm working on my master's degree. I'm going to work on my doctorate. I've got this. I'm Lord of my own life. Yeah. And it was when I was actually having some awards, having some accolades, and I saw my brother need the ministry of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And realized that I was set, uh, I was selling him a veneer version yeah. that I was living. Yeah. It wasn't the real truth of trusting him with my everyday reality. It's like, and I was tired of living in that, in that, in that duplicity, one foot on this side, one foot on that side. Yeah. That's what it was for me. It's that internal thing of like, you are living so far beneath your calling. Yeah. And no, no one would have known it. Yeah. And because we're great at disguising it. We're great at disguising totally. it. We're, we're great at being what other people want us to be. Um, and, and I, but I, I think, and I'm hoping that with all going on in the world today, that people had chance have had a chance to pause and really measure what their life is, uh, and they really have a self awareness of what their life could be if they fully committed it to Christ. I'm, I'm really hoping. Yeah. I'm really hoping that this is what will come out of all yeah. of uh, everything that that that's going on today. That's going on today. So you're in Charlotte, North Carolina, man. You, you're yep. you're help planning a church. You're 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 doing some great things, man. And um um you know how has failure or how has setbacks shaped your life? Oh, snap. You jumped right in. I like that. Got to jump it's, right in, man. This is unstoppable, man. You know, we don't we don't do a whole lot of fluff here in Unstoppable. We get right in that thing, man. Well, and again, we live life trying to show everybody the ESPN highlights. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. But it's really, it's really the game film that makes you get better. Right. It's, it's yeah. that. And the whole idea of unstoppable, I love what you're doing. But yeah. what I've realized, I've forfeited more of my destiny than the devil's ever stole. Wow. Say that again for the people in the back. I have forfeited more yeah. of my destiny than the devil will ever steal. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. When we yes, sir. live beneath who he's called us to be. But the beauty, the gift of a failure, my soul, the greatest gift my pastor ever gave me in Elevation Church yeah. is he said, your gifts have now become a liability because you don't know how to measure them with grace. Wow. And you're full of truth, LB, but you ain't got a whole lot of grace. Wow. So he took me in a season that he says, I need to take you back so that you're not a liability to the body, but it will help you move forward. Wow. Wow. But it was, it was, it was so failure. It was through a demotion that my pastor showed me the greatest amount of love I've ever received in my life. Wow. Wow. But it was in there. What he helped me do is you prayed this in the spirit of 2020 and into 21 with this COVID season. He helped me understand my motives. Gotcha. And at the end of the day, I was addicted to having the answers and being right and looking the part rather than having the heart. Yeah. Yeah. And my heart had to be broken. Yeah. For people. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, yeah, if we're going to serve people, your heart has to be broken to serve people. You, you have to have yes. this feeling. You have to have, like you so said, you can't want to be right all the time. Mm-hmm. You, you, have yes. to, you have to understand what they feel. And, and you know totally. what? Brokenness, that's what gets us there. <laughs> well, and here's the thing. Maybe you could relate to this pastor life. I grew up in a home. I was one of five kids, um, had a dad that didn't make great life choices. Okay. And some of his life choices had a lot of consequences. So it was a home of alcoholism and abuse. Yeah. So I grew up like this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I'm ready to fight. Sure. Sure. I wonder how many of us are going through life at age 40, still acting like we're 14. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot, of, a lot of us are. A lot of us are. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. But my pastor was the first one that said, come on, I'm not, I'm not leaning in to tear you down. I'm leaning in to build you up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I think a lot of that too, man, comes from, it might be your sports background. You were, you wrestled at a high level, you know, and, yeah. and having played football at a high level and coached it and been a police officer, a lot of things that just, black and white it's right and wrong there's there, there's really no grace yep that's what those there's really no grace it's it's the law <laughs> absolutely it's it's the absolutely. law but when oh, we, man but when we become pastors when we're serving God's people we have to understand what grace is we have to understand what grace is it's just not the law we have to understand what grace is you know it is, it is hard though. Yeah. It is hard though. I, cause maybe, maybe you would be like this, but for me as a wrestler, I was a good wrestler, Yeah. but I can't tell you anybody I ever, I ever beat. I can only tell you the people that I lost to. Always. Right. There's something I would tell you all my failures because they're, yeah. they're close. Yeah. We grew up real poor. I was thinking about this the other day because the identity I have as an adult is very similar to what I had as a kid. Okay. I remember as a kid, we were poor. We didn't have any money. And I grew up on a pig farm, so you smell like the barns. Yeah. And I remember getting my first pair of new wrestling shoes. Okay. I was probably eighth grade. I remember taking them on because I didn't feel worthy of them. Wow. Wow. Didn't feel worthy of them. Didn't feel worthy. Of them. So I forfeited the blessing my father wanted for me because I didn't feel worthy of it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And we and, and that's the same way we treat our Heavenly Father. Totally. We start letting things like imposter syndrome set in. That's what the world calls it. When bottom line is, yes. we're just forfeiting. Yes. This is just too good for me. I don't belong here. He couldn't possibly use me. I'm not qualified. We forget that he qualifies. Yes. Called who he calls, but we, we forget all that. Um, yeah, and all, all of that creeps in. But but at the same time, God is so good that he, if we allow him to, he strips all of that away. And allows us to minister to his people. Yes. But again, but, it comes down and, and is allowing Christ to be Lord. You have to yeah. let the Lord do that. Well, and, and people would be surprised because look at you. You're a successful pastor. You've done all these things. Yeah. They would be surprised with the amount of doubt you carry. They would be surprised with the, the insecurity. Like you, like surely you got it all together. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we have a joke, you know, I'm a gym rat and we stay in the gym because we have low self-esteem. <laughs> it's true. It's true. The, the, the worst thing, the worst thing one of your buddies can tell you is 
You getting smaller? Oh man. Oh. 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 Yeah. Yeah. But it's that it's yeah. that mental game. <laughs> yeah. It, it and, is. and here's the thing. The, hard, the hardest battle is to see myself accurately. Like who does not in a weird way, but in who does God say I am? Right. Yes. You want to talk about unstoppable. Take somebody yeah. who sees themselves yeah. like God sees them, like they're unstoppable. Yeah. And, and we have to get to that point, man. And we really have to get, and that comes by again, humbling ourselves and allowing Lord, allowing Christ to be Lord of every moment, yeah. of, 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 of every moment, every day, man. You know, what are you learning right now, brother? What are you learning right now, LB? Right now in this season in your life, what are you learning right now? I am learning with four kids. My, uh, I got uh, a six-year-old, a nine-year-old, a 12-year-old, and a 15-year-old. God bless you. I'm learning. Well, yes, you need to pray for me. Because what I'm learning is I, I need an upgrade in my, in my perspective. Okay. At, yeah. at, at a parenting level. Because I've still been parenting my 15-year-old like he's six. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. When he's six, I can just say, go to bed, do this, don't do that. Yeah. And what I realized I'm failing as a parent because I haven't upgraded my perspective. Yeah. 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 He needs to coach at 15. He doesn't need he doesn't need that version of that. At 15. Yeah. I, I like that, that man. I, I like that, man. I, you know, yeah. Upgrading who we are to them, when you know, where they need us, man. Yeah. That, that's and you know what? You'll learn all of that when, when you're everybody's home. You know, totally. that ain't, you that ain't business no more. You're, you're home. You know, well, because I've learned this about God. He we ha, He gives us a progressive revelation. Yeah. Yeah. He shows us who he is over time. My son, his name is Corbin. When I dropped him off first day at school, he's five. He's like, Daddy, I love you. Yeah. Then he's then he's like 11, like, Dad, dropped me a block away. I love you. Right, right, right. Now he's 15. He grunts. He doesn't even say it. I'm like, boy, yeah. you better say you love me. Yeah. Then yeah. One one day he'll graduate from high school. He'll say, dad, I love you. Yeah. And he'll get married. Say, dad, I love you. Yeah. Then he'll hold his firstborn kid one day. Yeah. He'll say, dad, I love you. Yeah. Then we're going to stay the same his whole life, but his understanding has changed over time. Understanding will change over time. <laughs> that's progressive revelation right there. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's awesome, man. And more of us need to learn that uh, in the moments that, that God has given us, man. More of yeah. us need to, to know that, man. You know, um, and we, we, you know, you and I talked, man, and, and uh, before we came on, man, and, and how we shared some things, man, and, and uh, how, how we came up. And I, I, you know, but for these listeners here at, at Unstoppable, I, I want you to explain, a, I want you to explain a, a, a moment, man, maybe a painful moment where you were about to throw it in, throw in the towel, give up. Lord, I can't do this. Maybe you don't have to dive into this, but, but share with us. And, and how did you maintain or what did the Lord do to bring you out? How did you continue to move forward? How did you continue to be yeah. unstoppable through that moment? Man, there are so many of them. And for a person who struggles with pride, yeah. um, God sometimes has to bend my knees by breaking it. Right. And I just, I, I'm that tough headed. It's a gift, but it's also a burden. It's a blessing and a burden at the same time. Yeah. And I don't know. I think one of the most recent times where I struggle with kind of throwing in the towel is, is I think a lot of men would, would kind of struggle with their relationship with their dad. I did. And right. if, if anybody like, praise God, like, yeah, but I grew up with a dad who, so using wrestling as an example, the, I, I, I was on the varsity wrestling team in seventh grade, only seventh grader in history of the school to ever make the varsity team. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I go to, it's my, it's my second wrestling match of my career. My dad comes to the event. I'm wrestling a junior. Wow. He placed in the state tournament the year before. He's got a full mustache. I don't even have any armpit hairs. Like, right, right. And, and, and so, but my dad comes and he was hammered. He was drunk. Yeah. And I remember him stumbling up into the stands and I lost the match eight to two. Okay. Everybody was so excited because I didn't get pinned, but I heard my dad yelling at me like, boy, wait till you get home. Wow. Wait till you wow. get home. I got home and he beat the, beat the crap out of me. Wow. And he said, boy, I would rather you quit than be a loser. Jeez. Yeah. And, and it taught me in that moment, I can't depend upon him or anybody else for anything in my life. Yeah. And I made a decision to put up my fist. Yeah. Most of the times I've wanted to throw it in, it's because I got too exhausted doing this. Gotcha. 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 The most recent was a couple of years ago when my dad passed away. Okay. And now I'm having to work with all of this unforgiveness issues. Yeah. And you know how you just kind of get exhausted and you don't even recognize who yeah. you are? Yeah. 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 It was, it was in that place. Like, God, I'm just kind of tired of fighting. Right. I'm just, I'm tired of doing this. So. Yeah. 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 And you, you were fighting for years. And then finally, the, it just felt good not to have the fist clenched anymore. You know? Yeah. And I, like for the people that watch your podcast, I love the fact that you are talking about this issue of unstoppable. Yeah. But you're doing it through the lens of not just platitudes and cliches. The no. world doesn't need any more Christian cliches or coffee cups. No, not at all. Not at all. And, and one of the chapters in my book, Unstoppable, it's, it's seven universal laws that, um, that, that, you know, if we operate in, we'll be successful in. And I, I, I explain it throughout the book that, you know, um, um, I'm not one of these, you know, <laughs> some folks will try to tell you that God is the, or <laughs> the universe is God. No, no, God created the universe. And within the universe, there are universal laws like gravity. And if you learn to operate yes. within them successfully, you'll be successful. And one of the universal laws yeah. I talk about is the law of forgiveness is the law of, you know, whether it's forgiving ourselves, whether it's forgiving parents, whether it's forgiving a culture, forgiving whoever. And you'll go so much further if you really, really exercise and live within this law of forgiveness. I don't think we really understand what unforgiveness, how it holds us back. There's a reason why Jesus said 70 times, 70 times. The reason why he said that you know, the reason why he said that, you know, um, I have I, I used to, I've had to dealt with with adults that had to forgive parents that have gone on, you know, that they really, you know, the mom or dad died and they still were yep. angry at them and they didn't realize how it was still not allowing them to be who God called them to be. And so yes. you know, forgiveness is this <clears throat> part of it, man. So, you know, um, and, and like you said, when you learn to forgive, you, you know what, your 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 fists just opened up. You just, I, I can't, I can't, yeah. I got to stop. I got, I got to stop because we don't want to prevent it's God so from true. developing us, you know? Yeah. 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 I love it. I, I love the fact that you're speaking to something that holds us back. It limits us forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah. But for, you know, this like forgiveness is a process. It's not a moment. It's not an event. It's, it's not a, a conversation. Process. Exactly. That's a picture of my dad. It's the okay. last time I saw him. Wow. He was in the nursing home. Okay. In that photo, I, it's the first time I ever felt like I loved my dad and I had forgiven him. Wow. It was amazing. Yeah. This was about four months before he died. Well, praise the we Lord back. that you experienced that. I did. Yeah. We go back to my mom's house 
And my mom had kept, um, had gave me a packet that my dad's mom had kept. It was her journal, her diary from 1940 to 1986. Wow. And some days it would have been like, it's 32 below. We picked the eggs. We bailed the hay. Yeah. It, was all these, it was beautiful. Wow. I came to a passage from 1979. It was November 16th. Mm-hmm. I was nine years old. And it said, Dorothy called at 4 a.m. Dorothy's my mom. <clears throat> I said, mom, what do you mean? You Why'd you call grandma at 4 a.m.? She goes, you don't remember? I'm like, no, mom, I don't remember. She goes, I can't believe you don't remember. <laughs> and it started to flood back. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And then she started to tell the story. That was when your dad was having the affair. Oh, okay. Yeah. She said, I threw you in the car. We went and got grandma. And then we drove to where your dad's truck was. And we waited him for him to come back. And as she's telling the story, God started to remind me of the, the moment that I saw his pickup driving up with the other woman in it. And our life went to pot after that. Yeah. Yeah. But God had covered that scene. Yeah. Until I was ready for a whole nother level of forgiveness. Wow. Four hours earlier, I'm sitting with my dad saying, I love you. And I've forgiven you. Yeah. Four hours later, I'm like, I hate you all over again. Yeah. Yeah. Forgiveness is this process of progressive revelation. It is. I'm still working on Pastor Ralph. Yeah. yeah. And so am I. I'm still working on. But that's the kind of yes. God that we serve. That's the kind of God that we serve. He reveals it yes. said, in different levels over time. You know, yes. that's that that falls in right in line with the scripture that I'm not going to put anything on you that you cannot bear at, in that moment. So you don't need this at that Beautiful. moment. So let me hold it until you're ready for it. Until you Beautiful. afford for it. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. His grace covered it until yeah. he said, you're ready to see it. Yeah. And now you've graduated into another level of forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. You know, and I, I just, you know, it's just, just hearing these stories, man, you don't know how much it really blesses us. You know, we're in different parts of the country right now, man. You know, a lot of us are on lockdown, man. And, and some folks are, are, are crazy, you know, being in lockdown, go, they call it COVID crazy. Now I think that's what they call it. Right. Oh, yeah. And, and oh, I yeah. guess it's a, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. It is it's a real thing. You know, but but it's stories like this, man, that really help get get people through, man. Hey, man, before we go, where give me give us a a, a, a unstoppable word of encouragement, because brother, you were preaching on here today, and I appreciate that. Well, I, I'm preaching to myself because I realize the greatest sermons I'm ever going to preach are the ones I got to preach to myself. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, and sir. I do. And but but you know, on my desk, uh, I think if I were to encourage someone today, I'm grabbing this from my desk. Okay. It's, uh, it, it's it's a picture of I uh, keep on my desk. It's it's my it's my dad's. It's a picture of his hands. He was a farmer. Wow. Okay. And um, you know, what I see in this picture has changed over time. Yeah. Yeah. Because because unstoppable is a choice. Yeah. You put these seven irrefutable laws in there. Yeah. So when I look at my dad's hands, do I see the hands that used to hurt me? Do I see the hands that used to beat my mom? Yeah. Do I, do I see the hands that are now in the hands of Christ? Like, but the choice I make, because again, we, you know, this, we all know this, we preach this. You can't always determine what happens to you, but you can determine how you frame it and how you see it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm choosing to see a generational blessing 
Yeah. Rather than hands of abuse. Amen. So for, for anybody that's struggling out there with unforgiveness issues, what I want to tell you, unstoppable is nothing outside of you. Yeah. It is within you. Yeah. And it comes down to choices. And anybody that's sitting under Pastor Ralph's teaching and preaching is blessed. If you have not read his book, you need to get it. But it is a choice. It's not distant from God. It's God at the center of all of your choices. That's right. I love what you're doing, Pastor Ralph. Man, thank you for your time. And how can we find you, man? How can folks, can they follow you on social media? How can they find you? How can they stay yeah. connected to you and, and what you're doing? Well, I'm, I'm part of an incredible church here in Charlotte called Elevation Church. Yeah. Uh, my pastor is Pastor Stephen Furtick. Uh, God has been so good to our ministry. Check us out, elevationchurch.org. I'm on Instagram, L-B-R-E-Y, at Elevate, or L-B-R-E-Y, just on Instagram. But, but man, just thanks for having me on today. It's such a privilege to spend some time with you. Man, thank you for spending time with us here at Only Unstoppable Podcast, man. Praying for you and your family, praying for your church. Keep Please keep us in prayer, all of us prayer, man. And um, you really blessed us. Guys, you've been listening to the Unstoppable Podcast with Ralph Grace Jr. I thank you so much for tuning in. I thank you for being part of it. Um, share it. Let somebody know what's going on. Post it. This episode is going to bless somebody. Guys, until next time, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you.